0: It's that time again, the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined most of the time when he's not on the golf course with Mr. Randy Cook, <laughs> joining us to talk about some things that we know are going to help you with your wealth along the way, at least just help you in the process of understanding what's happening. And Randy, I'm, I'm really excited for the show today, which is the idea of, are you playing games with your wealth? Interesting, and we're gonna we're gonna yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about the little uh, little game that I know some people can get pretty competitive with, called Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of some people that win, uh, the losers might say, "Well, you're just lucky," and others, the winner, then says, "Well, no, it's skill." (laughs) So is it luck or skill? Which one is it? So we'll talk about that a little bit, and what does that mean in relation to your investments? Uh, You might be playing some games with your investments, and not maybe necessarily maximizing. What you're really doing long term. So we're going to help guide you there a little bit. And I believe that as you think about some of these things, it'll help you look through a different lens with your own investments. And that's that's really important. But before we jump into this, I would just want to thank you, as I always do, the listenership out there. Thank you so much for dialing into the show and and tuning in. And I know many of you have shared this show with other people as well that need to hear it, that are concerned about their investments. So we appreciate that. As always, this show you may know is sponsored and and really it's uh, fueled by really the knowledge and the information really is fueled by U.S. Private Wealth, Wall Private Wealth, and uh, Wall Lehman. These are all companies that we're involved with that I have uh, other companies helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So you got questions about that, go to leanonthewall.com. And uh, with that, no further ado there, Randy, let's talk about playing games with your wealth. Are you doing that? I think some people might be doing it and they don't even know it.
1: Are you good at Monopoly? I mean, as a kid, did you like Monopoly?
0: Well, I did. I did like Monopoly Mm -hmm. and you know, it's interesting. I initially, when I started doing it, I always wanted to be in a place where I was the first one to buy Boardwalk and Park Place. Mm -hmm. That was my thought. You know, they're the most expensive on the board and I wanted to get those highest rents, all that kind of stuff, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as time moves along, you start to think through it a little bit more and you're like, wait a minute, let me think about this. There's two spaces Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the entire board that Mm -hmm. could probably bankrupt somebody if they land on it Mm -hmm. and you have hotels built, but. Maybe it's better to think a little bit more strategically. And so obviously I did. And of course, then you wanted to own all the. It's like the old farmer down south, uh, Randy says, you know, I don't want to own all the ground. Mm-hmm. I just want to own all the ground next to my land. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. very good. At, at some point in time, you got it all. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> How about you? Were you good at Monopoly? Uh, I, I think I was
1: okay. I don't think that I had the strategy or the skill. I just played the game. I think that you you learn along the way what you want to do and, you know, which properties you think they're going to land on. Some people just buy everything and then make deals along the way. But uh, I'm looking at an article about Monopoly, and they asked the question, do you think it is a game of luck or skill? And I thought to myself, well, I think it's a little bit of both, but how much skill is there involved? I mean, there's the roll of the dice. You can't really control that, but you can control what you do after you roll the dice, and that's kind of what this article was talking about here. And they talked to people who were really good. I mean, they're they're Monopoly sharks. They win all the time. <laughs> and they had these three things that they said. This is the key to winning at Monopoly. And the first all right, one, let's hear it. Get right to work. As soon as you start oh. rolling, start buying. Okay. Mm. Get right, develop as much as you can as quickly as you can. Number two, make sure you get paid as quickly as possible hmm Makes sense along the way. and Show then, me the money, baby. Exactly. And yeah. the other one is make sure you put your money in the right place. They say buy the colors, the areas that are the best, and in their opinion, the orange ones and the red ones. You buy that mm-hmm. corner, that's going to get you paid the most. So those are the three things about Monopoly. And I thought,
0: you know, there are some financial lessons here, aren't there? hmm I think there are. I mean, I think, uh, listen, like anything else, what they're talking about is the idea of intentionality. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And it's like, you know, if you want to play a game just to play and pacify time, that's one thing, right? But if you want to play a game and you want to win, well, that's another thing. I mean, it's like if you're out in the tennis court, you can really relate this to anything. You're out in the tennis court, you're playing tennis with somebody, you can just volley the ball around and hit the ball around or whatever, or, you know, really be in a place where you're saying, I want to win, or you're going to be on the golf course. You know, you're intently thinking about the shot. So just what you're saying there about Monopoly, I think it matters. And yes, there is a life lesson with money. You know, it's the idea what they're talking about really is starting with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And I think too often with folks with their investments, they don't really start with the end in mind. You know, they just say, well, if I can save a little here and I can save a little there and I can do this and I can do that, then I'll be in a situation where I'll be okay. And it's like, you know, you may not be okay. You, you may not be okay. It's like going on a journey on a trip somewhere and not really fully planning everything out. It's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy some plane tickets, but I'm not going to actually know where I'm going to go. Well, first off, you can't even do that, right? <laughs> I remember there was a story of a of a ship talking about a ship or people with goals and people without goals. They said, you know, folks with goals are like basically, or folks without goals, I'll start there, are essentially like, uh, you know, having a ship, turning the engine on, starting the rudders and just, put, you know, kind of getting them going and just letting the ship go. And just see where it goes. <laughs> and hoping that it gets to the destination that you wanted to get at. Yeah, it's moving forward. It's moving, right? But it's not going to get to where you want it to go. Versus a ship and you dial in all the coordinates and you look at everything and the captain's there making sure everything's right. And uh, you put it into GPS and and put everything down together. Well, nine times out of nine, that ship is going to get where it wants to go, where you want it to go. Because you've taken the time to put in the coordinates. And I think, you know, like Monopoly... There are some things that will change from time to time in life. You know, when you go past go, as we were talking off air, Randy, one of the very first spots, right, that you land on, not the first one, but one of the very first ones are taxes. Yep, right after you get paid. Yeah, thank you. I got some money. Now I gotta, ooh, I gotta mm-hmm. pay taxes. Hmm, thanks for, yeah, exactly. So how real to life is that? Well, it is real. And I think if you're um, not preparing for that, you know, if you're in a place where you got like $40 and you're coming around the Monopoly, I'm playing Monopoly now, and you're coming around the Monopoly board and you get your 200 bucks and you're not preparing for taxes, you know, you probably should just in case you land on it, right? You got to prepare. Well, in life, I think a lot of times people are in a place where they are uh, kind of reactive planners. Like, oh my goodness, I paid all this money in taxes this year. It's horrible. What should I do? Well, what you should have done is prepared a year ago. That's what you should have done, okay? But you didn't, and that's why you're going to end up paying more in taxes than you should. So, what you should do is be proactive, and that gets down to getting the right kind of advice, thinking outside the box, you know, and so on and so forth. It's interesting, Randy. I literally got a um, a message on Facebook, and I'll get this from time to time, but I got a message on Facebook from a gentleman basically saying in, in, in short that, you know, his business has been growing uh, well, he's doing very, very well, and he really needs to start to put the kind of planning in place to help him not only with uh, all the additional cash flow that he's making, but to save money in taxes. And I thought to myself, okay, there's the guy that's being proactive. He's saying, I got some things that are occurring. I need to create some planning. I'm not going to wait until, you know, X, Y, Z, I'm going to be proactive. And I think with monopoly and real life, there's a lot of similarities about being intentional In what we're doing. And I think that's really the big key of a lot of, and that's what causes people to play games with their wealth. They are not being intentional. A lot of times
1: when we talk about, I know we talk about golf around here a lot, but, uh, you know, play the hole backwards, they tell you. You know, if you want to have a 100-yard shot to go into the green, which is your strong club, you want to get to that 100-yard point. So you hit your drive here, you hit your next shot there, and then you're at 100 yards and you hit in. Same thing with your wealth. You think about what am I going to need when I'm 85, 95 years old? You know, I'm going to play the game backwards. How do I get to that point? I mean, in this, these three tips that the guy gives you, make sure you get paid quickly. I mean, how many times have we talked on this show about building income and all different kinds of income for your future? And where's it all going to come from? Same thing in Monopoly.
0: Well, and the reality of it is, Randy, you know, again, a lot of people don't know what they don't know. So if you're in a place where, as you're listening to this, you're out there and you're living your life and you've been investing a certain way, maybe it's market only driven investments or whatever, you know, uh, it may not, maybe it's other things, but now you're moving into retirement, right? So you're moving into a different phase of life. You're moving into a different stage of life. And as you're in a different stage, you're now in a place where you need to do something different with your investments. It actually must work differently because you're no longer saving. You're no longer putting money aside. And those are very, very different things. So quite honestly, the the idea of playing games with your wealth can happen really just because you may not necessarily know that you need to do different things. Just because you've heard some things and just because you've read some things doesn't mean you're doing them. You know, It's like the idea of working out. I mean, we spend more money in America... Than any other country on healthcare, from supplements to the healthcare system itself to gym memberships to all these you know health things that you can buy off the internet to get in shape and you know that kind of thing. Take one little pill, Randy, or two a day for the next three years, and you'll look like uh, Schwarzenegger when he was uh, you know Mister World or whatever. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I know that's been your goal for a long time, Randy. Anyways, well, you know I'm still working on it. Yeah, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we, we spend so much money on those things, and yet we're still not in shape, and that's because they've been playing. People have been playing games with that, so it's about intentionality in the process and uh, making sure that you do what you need to do. Hey, question that I have for you about Monopoly: okay. uh, What did you always choose typically as your uh, little, you know, pawn I was, either or the
1: car is. or the shoe?
0: Yeah. And why were you the car or the shoe? I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's psychological because I was either the car or the shoe either, right? I never, I never wanted to be the iron. Uh I never wanted to be the thimble. There was a dog in there too, wasn't there? There was a dog in there. Yeah. I never wanted to be the dog either. But I always wanted to be either the car, typically the car. Okay. And I think that psychologically is like, you know what? I want to move forward. Makes sense. And with a shoe, you know, there's an element of you put a shoe on to walk. Your Mm -hmm. car actually, you -hmm. you know, get in it and drive, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it was kind of like a psychological thing. Now we're getting into a, you didn't know you were listening to a shrink. we're going to unpack your Uh, psychological uh, tendencies when you're playing Monopoly and why you picked the car because (laughs) uh, I don't know. A lot of lessons though. A lot of lessons there. A lot of lessons. Well, you know, it it really is. And sometimes you don't want to overthink things too often Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you think about stuff, but don't overthink it and then go down the road of putting action into place. I know you got a interview from uh, Mr. Wonderful. I met him back in, uh, L.A. Live a couple years ago, it's kind of like after the awards, really nice guy, had some good conversation. But he had this to say about the elections and the politics in relation to to finances. Uh, we're going to relate it to finances for you, but play that clip, if you would, Randy.
1: The polls are predictive of nothing. If you asked institutional investors or even individual ones, would you make bets or change asset allocations based on polls, they would say no, because it doesn't reflect what the outcome in any way. It's just noise. There you go. You said this before. We've done podcasts about this whole topic before is people making investment decisions because of their politics.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, listen, you can't just put your head in the sands and not pay attention. There is policy change, there is tax change, and that does affect the entire situation. I mean, if you look at the amount of monies, for example, that you're able to give, you know, gifting and things like that today versus what it was 10, 15 years ago, those numbers have changed. So you do have to plan to some degree around it, but you can't be overly in a, we'll call it knee-jerk reaction in relation to politics. I think one of the things that's so important when you take a look at investments and portfolios, Randy, is really evaluating and looking at the fact that, We've had challenging times in the past, in, in the country, right? We've had 2008s, we've had the 9-11s, we've had other times where, you know, the markets have been unstable. Now, that doesn't mean that you should just stay the course and stay in there and just do your thing, but it does mean that we can evaluate those times and do planning around them so that way we can ensure, or at least help, let's say, really, um, reduce some of the risk diversify well, not just in market, but off market and different products and other things in general, and and allow ourselves to have, we'll call it the greatest chance of success, even though there is no guarantees in a lot of things in life. So I think that's so important to say, let's not allow ourselves to be so mentally drawn away down the political aisle that we can't make good investment decisions along the way. And I, I think that's crucial.
1: Well, he did say later on in the article that whoever wins in November is still going to be in a bit of a fix. There's still going to be a lot of unemployment. And is there going to be a whole lot of changes in that first six months? Wall Street doesn't see that there's going to be a lot of big changes. Is he going to pass the Green Deal? Probably not. Are there going to be massive tax increases in the first six months? Probably not. The market is looking at that and they're saying that this country's got bigger problems here, but there probably will be. And you can ask anybody who is uh, looking at this, there probably will be tax increases and
0: more regulations under a Biden presidency. There's no doubt about it. There will definitely be that. uh, We'll definitely be in a situation where down the road, I mean, his thinking is very different. And obviously his VP running mate is even farther left than he is. So they definitely believe it's about political agenda. And I know that would talk about both sides of the aisle. But the point is, is you can't plan. It'd be like sitting here, Randy, and saying, okay, I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure that when I'm 30 years from now, this is exactly what happens. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. That's really the benefit of a good plan. And if anybody tells you that you can effectively create a retirement plan that you can absolutely guarantee on 30 years from now, they're lying to you because there's just too many variables that we can't control, right? It'd be like me telling you, Randy, in 30 years, you're going to be able to run the mile in less than five minutes, and uh, you're going to be healthier than you've ever been, and you're going to hit the ball 350 yards. All you got to do is just keep practicing it. Man, I love you. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's great news. Well, it is good news, (laughs) but it's just not reality, right? I mean, there's too many variables. Now, who knows? Maybe you'll do all those things, but – And maybe if you went and practiced every day on your golf shot and worked on your form and went to the gym and, you know, that would move you closer to those things. But there's no guarantee that that will happen, you see? And so sitting here and saying, okay, when 30 years or 20 years or 10 years or 40 years, depending on what your age is, this is what your future retirement plan is going to look like. Those are projections. So you have to understand that you cannot, with your investments, you cannot set it and forget it. You must revisit it. You're going to have some challenging times along the way. You're going to have some things that don't work out exactly like you wanted them to. You've got to think about ways to re-diversify or think differently or be open to new ideas or think outside the box or all of those things that you need to do. And if you don't do that, you're going to miss out on a lot of different things. You know, even the idea of of stocks is an example, Randy. You know, it's been said before, and there's a lot of research that's been done around the fact that if you own one particular stock, right? like uh, let's just use you know Tesla or Amazon or whatever, pick one. Mm-hmm. you know. And if you own one particular stock and you're in a situation where all you do is buy that stock and hold it, right? So you buy it at the beginning of the year and you hold it at the end of the year and you're in a place where from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, you hold that stock, you're gonna make some money, potentially if the stock goes up, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're in a place where you actually buy that stock and you try and pay attention to uh, some other factors as far as momentum, as far as some uh, business risk and some other things in general. And then you look to sell out when that stock has made some decent profit. And then there's a little bit of a pullback. And then after that pullback, obviously no one can time the market, but yeah, after that pullback, you decide, you know what, I like Tesla before, I like it now. If you liked it at $211, you like it at $200, so you're going to go back and you're going to buy it at 200 bucks you're going to buy it at this, you're going to buy it at that. You, you like it at $1,000. You like it at $1,200. You like it at $1,700. You know, now that stock's 1772 bucks. Hmm. Where's it going to be next year? Is it going to be 2000 Maybe. Is it going to be 1500 I don't know. But what I do know is, is if you buy throughout the year and you buy and sell along the way and pay attention, you can actually have the ability to make more money on that same stock throughout the year. Why? Because you were intentional. Now, I'm not recommending that you go do that per se, because that can be challenging to know if you're really not dialing into the momentum, MACD, and some other things of where the stock's moving, what the business risk looks like, and you're not reading a lot of the news and and really paying attention. But what I'm saying is, is with intentionality, you can make more money on something if you're intentional about it than just kind of ebbing and flowing. And so I think that's the key is, is saying, let's not play games with our wealth, Let's intentionally create plans that we, on purpose, in advance, are planning on re-navigating, reshifting, reshaping along the way because we know things happen and change. Three years ago, we had no idea we were going to encounter COVID nineteen. Now we know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And so now we have to say, okay, we got to think differently. And good news is, is there are tools out there that can help you think differently and invest differently. And I, Randy, I think that's the key.
1: Well, when we talk about are you playing games with your wealth, any game that you play, I think you hit it on the head when you said you have to play with an intention. You have to play with an intention to win. And it's no different yeah. than any game that you're playing. If you are that kind of person, I, you know, people who listen to this show, they're business owners, they're people who have succeeded in life and they have purpose. We have to have purpose
0: with not only our, our direction, but with every one of our investments. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So as you've listened to the show, if you've learned some things, just just keep in mind the fact that you do not want to play games with your investments. You really want to be in a place where you are making decisions based on what you feel is best for you. Sometimes that means you need to press pause, rethink your strategy, look for some other ideas, maybe some other advice, learn more. And in that lens, there's a lot of great content on our site. If you go to leanonthewall.com, for the site, for the companies we discussed, there's a lot of information there where you can learn more. You can go under the media page and there's different videos there. There's uh, ways that you can reach out and connect with us on the Invest Well Show, the Michael Wall Show. There's uh, different TV interviews and things like that. There's also some different articles on that page as well. On the media page, you can go and see there's an article specifically on why high net worth families need a different style of wealth management you know, a hidden risk to your retirement income. These are great articles that were written and submitted uh, through Forbes. And so you have access to that all by going to leanonthewall.com and click on media. Also, the, a thing you may want to pick up is in the front of that page or just go to Amazon or wherever your favorite place is. As you scroll down on leanonthewall.com, you'll be able to see a copy of our book, Retire Once, Retire Well, selling book on Amazon. Just talking about the idea of simple and easy steps to think about retiring well. It's all about education, arming yourself with the things that you need so you can make better decisions along the way. Well, listen, thanks so much for tuning in, dialing into the show. Hope you had fun. Go play Monopoly with your kids or grandkids. I know after this show, Randy and I are going to go play Monopoly, and I'm going to make him take the thimble. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to take the shoe because I'm, right. I'm I'm smashing them down with my foot every time, okay? Fimble. I don't want to beat the He's being repressed. Ah. All right, so it, all that to be said, listen, have a great time, enjoy your day, enjoy your time, and uh, make sure you take steps to get the kind of knowledge you need so you can make good decisions and show up eventually where you want to be in your retirement future the way you had originally planned. Have a great one. Be blessed.
2: any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance Performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 7330. 0010.